Hey yo, what up with it? Welcome to the porch. And I'm your host, Bello. Today we have another guest, man, another cool guest. I'm super excited about this one. DJ L's of Organic Dreamers. My homie, my partner from another land. Um, when I was away, or not away, but when I was in uh, San Francisco, uh, I started working for this company, and the only other black guy there with any kind of flavor is also from Louisiana, so we clicked immediately. Um, we had something in common, we had common ground, so we actually started kicking it, and it's one of the very few genuine people I met while I was out, you know what I'm saying, this is an old soul from the South, man, and he gives us a cool story about his experience after Katrina, which also kind of affected me too, being in Louisiana because we got a whole surplus of people from New Orleans too, and then how they were perceived and how they were drawn in, it was different in different places. Um, but I know for sure that a lot of people from New Orleans literally had to fight for their lives, I can tell you that part. And Jay's gonna share one of his really, really dope stories about that whole little transition for him, um, moving from New Orleans to Houston. And shout out to the Organic Dreamers, Loso, Mikey, Godly, City, and my man L's for sure. And check Godly at the end of this track too, man. He got a cool, cool song called Wrist. Y'all check it out. And once again, man, thanks for stopping by the porch. Peace. Peace and love, y'all. It's the homie L's, man. Shout out to my dog, Corlin, and all the porch talk listeners out there. I just wanted to share a little quick story with y'all from way back, man. I want to say it's about maybe 10, 11 years ago. Well, I'm from New Orleans, right? So after Hurricane Katrina, we all got displaced to uh, different places. Some of us went to Atlanta. Some of us went to Mississippi. My family, we wound up going to Texas, right? So when I got there, it was a bunch of we hate New Orleans type of energy, man. Like the Texans wasn't really feeling us, right? So we had to deal with a lot of shit, man, a lot of bullshit, you know. To, to keep with the story, so um, I'm on a bus ride home, right? Me, me and my two younger brothers. One of my brothers, he don't look like me and my other brother. So it's like he's at the front of the bus, and this big ass dude, they get into an argument, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? They supposedly about to fight on the bus and shit. Like I said, the the big guy, he don't even know it's my little brother. Me and my younger brother, we in the back just kind of watching it go down. We kind of like dismissing it, like, nah, this nigga ain't really with that shit, whatever, whatever. So we get off at the bus stop, man. This nigga get off at our bus stop. I remember what I had on, man. I was so fresh. I wasn't dressed to fight for sure, man. I had a fresh white dicky shirt. I had these fresh white G-necks. That, that was probably my first day wearing them. And I had these Rockaway shorts, bro. It was, man, that was 2006. Killing these hoes, man. But long story short, this nigga wound up getting out the bus, changing his shoes, man. I say... He charged my little brother before he even got to, before he even get to connecting. I whop, caught his ass, boom. He stumbled him. My other little brother hit him, boom. So, bam, we wind up fucking this big ass. This, this nigga's probably like 6'3". I'm 5'7", 150. This nigga probably like 6'3", 6'4", 200 plus for sure. Big nigga, big sad. So, we wind up beating his ass or whatever. All his cousins wind up watching. They wind up coming to my house probably like maybe a week or so later. Trying to get their rematches. So, bam, we all in the yard. Everybody got their rematch. So, bam. Uh, I want to say fast forward a month, man. I'm in school. 
So my homie Chapstick, he was from New York, man. Of course, all the out-of-towners kind of put together. New York, New Orleans, wherever you was from, we all hanging together. Chapstick wound up getting into it with this nigga named Squeak. I'm in a small town called Bryan College Station, so everybody at that school is cousins. Man, before they could even, before we could even say anything, I look up, it's fucking 30 niggas to our five, six cats. But long ago, who stepped out the crowd? Like, nah, nigga, y'all ain't gonna fuck with these niggas, whatever, whatever. Big say, same nigga ass that we beat, same nigga that we did whatever to, this nigga came over like, man, nah, that's, that's whole shit. I don't respect that, man. Y'all wanna fight these niggas? I'ma fight on their side. And he's talking, he talking to his own cousins, like, man, these niggas, they six deep, and y'all 30 deep, and y'all wanna jump these niggas? Nah, man, I got their back. Whatever, whatever. That's one of my closest friends to this day, man. And that just, the more the story pretty much is, dog, don't hold grudges, because you never know when you're going to need somebody, man. And real recognized real, dog, because he knew he was real niggas. He, yeah, man, he was real, obviously, for him even doing that. He had to do that as his people, you know what I'm saying? But don't hold grudges, dog, that shit. You never know when you're going to need that, for real, man. Keep all bridges intact, dog. And that's love, man. I'm out of here.